Mama, hello again. I am so pumped to unpack today's episode. Today, we are talking about friendships, who to trust, how do you know if you can trust people, how to make friends like the really good ones. And if you feel like you could grow in your friendship at all, this episode is for you. I am so excited. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Hi, Mama. So today, yeah, we're going to talk about friendships, and I I really just think this is such an important topic before we begin this journey of healing that we keep talking about. I I just want to keep setting you up to prepare you for the journey that I want to take you on. And part of setting this up is bringing all of these things into your life. Like if you were about to set off on a big voyage, like it it reminds me of uh, Frodo from Lord of the Rings when he's about to leave Gosh, I don't know any details. It was like a decade ago I last watched it, but I still can remember that feeling of him going to his hobbit hole. And I'm sorry for all of you that are really big fans and I'm butchering all of this. You can tell me all about it later. But I just remember picturing him going into his hobbit hole and gathering the things he needed to set off on this huge journey that he was about to undertake. And I don't remember what he grabbed, but I just imagine he grabbed the essentials. What did he need for that journey? You can't take a lot. It's, you know, you got to carry whatever you bring, but there are some essentials he needed, like clothes on his back, shoes on his feet, a little bit of food and water to get him started. And that's about it. And so the topics that I am sharing right now are the food and the water, the clothes on your back, the essentials. And one of those essentials, I believe, is friendship. Especially as you're digging into this journey, there are going to be some stuff that comes up if you're really pushing into this that is going to be hard and you are not supposed to do this alone. We talked about Jesus and he is essential, but you also need a live person with you on this journey. And as we've also talked about you know, if if you need to see a therapist and if you should have that in addition to where we're headed, that is great. And again, I'm not trying to be your therapist, but we're going to we're going to dig into some stuff. You know, anytime you look back to your past and let yourself go there, there's going to be stuff that comes up. And so if you don't have that therapist sitting there with you navigating this, you need a friend. I, I get I love that I get to share this space with you. And I love taking you on this journey, but obviously I can't see your face. I want to hear your story. Um, And that brings me to a reminder, just please come into our Facebook group, especially if you are wanting friendship. I believe it is going to become a community where we can share with each other in the hard stuff, in the triumphs. I am planning to do some live coaching there regularly pretty soon here. So get into the group so you can be prepared for all of that. 
And I, I do hope you can create some relationships in that. But also, <laughs> social media is great, but you got to have real live in-person relationships as well. Also, I strongly believe that whatever you put into something is what you're going to get out of it. And so I I hope that I'm going to unpack some things on our journey that are really going to, to benefit you, but it has to be more than just consumption. I think our society is so good at consuming, you know, even podcasts, like we, we just consume, consume, consume. And, and how often do we push pause to really digest what we're hearing or to journal about it or to have a conversation with someone? And sure, there's moments like that, but I really want you to be intentional with this space and not just consume because I'm sure you could get a few things from that. But if you really want this to be used as a powerful tool in your life, you need to do more than just consume. You need to digest it. You need to push through it. You need to sit on it. And so something that could really help you on that journey is having an accountability partner in this. And so I really, I want you to think about who you could invite on this journey with you. Who could you say, hey, I am listening to this podcast and she is talking about healing and health and I would love to do this with you. Would you join me on this? For some of you, you might be thinking, that sounds great, but I don't have that person in my life. And we are going to talk about that. But first, I want to talk about, you know, if you do have some people in your life, who is that right person? Who would be the right person to have that conversation with? And I want to talk about how you know you can really trust someone at this deep level and create that kind of a relationship. Now, first off, I want to start by saying that uh, my I remember a sermon by my pastor, Megan Robinson, who, by the way, is going to be coming on the show really soon. You, you need to get excited. I promise. She is just like the best leader I've ever had in my life. And I could not be more grateful for her heart and how she communicates. And you, you guys are, I'm not exaggerating, in for a huge treat. So just prepare yourself for that. But I remember one of the sermons she did, she began it by showing us all of these different purses she had. And, you know, you had the big one to throw all the stuff in and you have the little clutch to take to a party and, you know, all these different purses. And so she talked about how friendships can be like that. Like we have our different friends for different purposes. And so as I go on this conversation, I don't want you to look at your relationships and think like, oh, wow, I got to get rid of all these people in my life because all we do is go shopping and talk about makeup. I don't, I don't know if people really do that, but you know, it doesn't have to, every friendship does not have to go deep and be this, but I do believe you need at least one person in your life like this. So don't throw out all those other relationships unless, you know, through this conversation, you realize they're not healthy. They're not life-giving. So I want to unpack the three big things to look for in a relationship like this. What is it that helps you figure out who to talk about this stuff too, to talk about the deep, heavy, ugly stuff. Who can you trust? And so here there's, there's more than just these three things, but here is the core of what it looks like to find this kind of healthy friend. The first is someone that listens to you. I think this is one of the most important aspects of a friend is that they, they sit with you. They listen, they they really hear what you're saying. They they aren't just thinking about what they're going to say. They they are present with you. Their phone is down. 
They are with you and ready to dig in to everything that you have to say. And they're going to, like I said, dig in. They're going to ask questions. Not everyone is awesome at this and that's okay. But I think it's more about, are they present with you? Are they leaning in? Are they waiting for you to finish your sentences? Are they actively listening and engaged in what you're saying? Now, this is obviously a two-way street and I'm going to talk in a few minutes about what it looks like to be that kind of friend. But I think if you are looking for someone that you can trust with this stuff, they are going to need to listen to you. The second one is someone who loves you for where you are at. So we, none of us are perfect. We're never going to arrive at perfection. I talk about that all the time, but you need someone that is going to meet you where you're at and encourage you, tell you about your gifts, tell you how awesome you are, lifts you up, makes you feel lighter, makes you feel like you can, you can conquer the world. (laughs) You can do anything. This is the kind of friend that you can trust with this dark stuff. Do they make you feel good about yourself? Do they encourage you and build you up? Do they speak life into you? Life and death are found in the power of the tongue. And so is this person speaking life to you? Are they lifting you up? Do they think you're awesome? Or do they just think they're awesome? With this heavy stuff, we've got to create some really strong boundaries and make sure that we are protecting our hearts, that we're not letting people that are not worthy, not trustworthy to come into the depths of us. Because if we are trying to create this space with someone that isn't just isn't ready for that kind of relationship, isn't in a place of health that they can be that kind of friend, then we're just going to end up getting hurt. So you want someone that is going to love you, meet you where you're at, lift you up. Now, this comes with a really hard caveat. Yes, you want to feel inspired by them, loved by them, seen by them. But the third thing, which is one of the most important, and I say that because I think it's the most rare, I think it's it's really easy to sometimes to find people that you know, or on our side and listen, like, yeah, yeah, your husband's such a jerk. Gosh, I can't believe he said that. What a, what a terrible guy. I can't believe that. You don't deserve that. I think, I think it can be sometimes easier to find those kind of relationships. But this third component is what so many of our friendships are missing. And this is that a true trustworthy friend is going to call you higher. Oh, this does not always feel good. So this would look like, hey, you know, I'm so sorry. Like your husband said that that must be so painful. And they can sit with you in that for a minute. But then they say, hey, how do you think he might be feeling? Hey, do you, I, I know that he hurt you, but how do you, what do you think about how you responded to him? Do you think it was okay to yell at him? Is there anything you feel like you need to apologize for? Now, this is such a delicate and hard thing to be, to receive. And I think it's, it's crucial that they, this kind of friend is going to have the first two components where they're really listening and they're really present with you and they are lifting you up and encouraging you because if they don't, if they don't give you that portion, you're not going to feel safe enough to receive this, this honest feedback, because I think a true friend is really going to help us grow. And, and this can be even done in a much more even neutral way. Some of the questions I just threw out were a little pointed, maybe powerful and, and important in the right moment. It's hard without the context. But this can even be like, hey, 
you know, that's really hard, you know, sitting with them in that and then saying, hey, have you, have you talked to God about this? Like, what, what do you think he's saying about this? What is God, what do you think God might say the next step for you is? And just bringing that in because God is our judge, right? We're not supposed to judge each other. Okay, so I almost just cut that last sentence out. (laughs) We're not supposed to judge people. It came out of my mouth so easily. And I feared that if I said that, that people would think you're not supposed to lean into these conversations. You're not supposed to help call your friends out. So Bible does talk about not judging people, but, and I think our society has clung to that. Oh, don't judge me. You do you, boo-boo. You do what makes you most happy. But calling each other higher is not judgment. The Bible talks about just as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. So we are called to sharpen each other, to make each other better, to help remind each other to do the right thing. And and sharpening iron, like I don't know if you've ever sharpened a knife, but it's um, not, it's not gentle. It's not a gentle process. It's loud and kind of scary and uncomfortable. And that's, that's exactly what sharpening looks like. I mean, if think about it, like when your friend says, yeah, yeah, man, your husband is such a jerk. Do you feel like that's sharpening? Do you feel like that's creating strength in you or leading you to anything positive? But because of our culture, we have this belief that we're not ever supposed to impose our own values on anyone. And I, I don't think that's biblical. And I, and I think that if you don't allow people to sharpen you, then you are missing out on so much growth. And if, and if you are a Christ follower, then this is what we're called to. This, there's a standard that we are supposed to live by. And yes, you want to, someone to do it in love. And the Bible talks a ton about doing it all through the lens of love, which I'll talk about in, more in a minute. But we are called to live a certain way. And it is impossible to do it alone because it's all really hard. Like loving my husband when I am so angry at him and I am hurt by him. And instead of letting my mouth run its course, keeping it shut and listening and waiting, you know, maybe a day or two to have that conversation again, because my mouth is not going to be giving life in that moment. And so that stuff is not easy. You, you have to have that accountability in place because you can't do it alone. You weren't created to do it alone. But what I was saying before is, yes, sometimes it is necessary and helpful to call people out directly and be, you know, more direct about, did you need to yell at your husband? Did you, you know, whatever it is. And then sometimes maybe, you know, and you have to feel this out, but maybe a better approach is just to point them back to God. Hey, did you pray about this? Hey, what do you think God would say about this? Hey, what do you feel God calling you to do as a next step? And I think that can be just as effective, especially if they have that strength in their relationship with God. And if they don't, you can help them with that. It's totally okay to say, hey, you know, is it okay if I share with you what the Bible says? This is, this is God's standard that our, our tongues have the power to give death and life. And, you know, I wonder if you felt you were giving death or life in that moment. So maybe some of you are thinking you have a friend with the first two qualities. Oh my gosh, they listen. They lift me up. I feel like I can soar when I talk to them, but they don't have this last component. And so my question would be, have you allowed them to have that? Have you given them permission to speak in your into your life in that way? Are you open to that feedback? 
And maybe you're open, but you haven't haven't explicitly said it. And I think sometimes relationships can really benefit from just being explicit about it, saying, hey, would you call me out on this thing? I struggle with my anger. Can you please help me go to God or help me <laughs> choose apology in these moments? Can you please ask me about how I'm doing with this thing I struggle with. And it could be, you know, any of these things we've talked about. Maybe it's not just anger or yelling. Maybe it's the wine we've talked about. Maybe it's too much Netflix. It can be anything. Giving them that permission to hold you accountable can be really powerful for both of you. Now, I also just want to just take a moment to say, while I believe a a good, healthy, strong friend is going to call you out, this is not criticism. And the way that you can kind of tell which it is, do do you feel called to be more? Do you feel like you can grow more, do more? Are you reminded of who you are in Christ? Are you reminded of these values that you are trying to live up to? Or are you being brought down and feel like you can never amount to be enough? Now, I say that and you've got to be careful because some of that might be your internal dialogue. There might be someone that is saying these things in love, but because of your internal dialogue, you might interpret that as an attack, as that bringing you down. So be really careful. And if you cannot tell the difference, I would maybe bring someone else in on that journey, or maybe this is a good thing to bring into the Facebook group or DM me because you've got to allow, if you want to grow, you've got to allow people to speak into your life in this way. So is there a friend on your mind? Do you know who this friend is? Text them right now. Take a moment, pause it, text them. Say, hey, I'm doing this thing. Could you join me? I need some accountability. I need someone to process the ugly stuff with. And you could, you know, set up like a thing, like say, hey, let's make sure we listen. And then let's have, you know, little conversations throughout the week and get together once or twice a month. Bring someone in on this journey with you. Now, I know some of you are thinking, well, I don't have that person in my life. I don't have anyone that meets any of these criteria. First of all, I just want you to know you're not alone in that. I know a lot of people that feel like they're in that space that struggle with this, with friendships. So just know you're not alone. But second, and this is a little hard, but it's a tough love, I believe If you want to grow, you got to hear me here. Ask yourself, am I this friend? Are you this friend? Are you listening and being present with people, asking them questions, digging into their stories, digging into their life, reaching out, supporting them? Are you loving them where they're at, lifting them higher, encouraging them? Are you helping call people out in love? Are you this friend? I think we are most often going to attract people similar to us. And I really have found that if we pour into people like we would want to be poured into, it is most of the time so easy to find these people. Now, I say easy tentatively because this is one of my gifts is just to pour out into people. It comes easy for me and it's okay if it doesn't come easy for you. But I believe that I have done this in in most of my relationships throughout my life. And yet this has friendships, finding these deep, good ones has been a struggle at times in my life. 
So if that's you, if you say, gosh, I, I feel like I am this friend, I do. And I still don't feel like someone gives that back to me. This is something I have recently been learning. So much hard stuff today. Mama, this is a lot, but it's really important. So if you feel like people are only receiving from you, that you're only pouring out, that no one is that friend to you, my question is, are you letting them? Are you letting them pour into you? Now, your first reaction might be to say, yes, of course, I want them too. I leave silence. I try and share stories. And here's the thing. Now, there may be one or two people in your world that truly just aren't in a healthy enough spot to pour back into you, even though you're pouring out. But what I've found is that anytime we see a pattern across all of our relationships, we have to remember that we are the common denominator. And so I can pretty much guarantee that if this is all you are seeing, if there's a pattern and it's all you're seeing, it has something to do with you. And I've done this in my life, it has something to do with me. And so I, I, I saw this pattern. And for years, I, I think I blamed it on other people. And until recently, I have discovered more and more that I have a pride issue. It's not fun. I don't even like saying that out loud, but there you go. I hope that helps you feel vulnerable enough to dig into what might be getting in your way. But for me, it was a pride issue. I, I felt like if I focused on the other person, it was good. You know, I, I was getting to contribute to them and I got to show my value, my worth. But then they, when they would go to try and pour into my life and to dig in and to offer things, I didn't always have an ear to hear it. I felt like I knew it all. I felt like I didn't need their, them to pour in. Ugh, it feels so yucky saying all of that, but it, w- it was never a conscious thing that I did. I, I just felt more secure in that pouring out because it does. It takes humility. It takes vulnerability to receive what someone else is giving. So wherever you fall on this spectrum, take a step. If you need to start pouring out into some more people, don't go expecting people to pour out into you until you've done that to them. Go in with a servant's heart. Go in with giving heart. And we will be talking a lot more about healthy relationships and how to create them and how to have a two-way healthy relationship where you don't just become this mentor to someone, but you can truly have a thriving two-way equal healthy friendship. But be the first to do it. Be the first to reach out. Be the first to dig into their life and to these conversations about their life. And then if you need to, give people permission. Give them, and I shouldn't say people. There needs to be specific people that you give permission to. Two or three people that have permission to speak to you on this level, to call you out, to call you higher in love. But you need that. So think about it. What is your next step? What do you need to do? Who do you need to text right now? What are you going to say? Who are you going to invite in on this journey? Come share about it in the Facebook group. It's going to be an amazing community where we're going to build each other up and help us walk through this journey. As always, I'm so excited for all that God is doing. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. 
Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Thank you.